Let's talk about something that affects all of us ladies, hormones. Because let's face it, when your hormones are out of whack, life can feel like a roller coaster. Well, say hello to Hormone Harmony, the ultimate solution for women of all ages seeking balance, crafted by Happy Mammoth. But what sets Hormone Harmony apart? Well, it's not just another supplement. Happy Mammoth, the company behind Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. Plus, Hormone Harmony contains science-backed adaptogens that help your body adapt to hormonal changes, ensuring you feel like yourself again. Hormone Harmony is an all-in-one hormonal balancing solution designed for women of all ages. So whether you're in your 20s dealing with PMS or in your 40s and beyond facing menopause, Hormone Harmony has got you covered. For a limited time, you can take 15% off your first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BLACKGIRLFLOW at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code BLACKGIRLFLOW for 15% off your order today. If you know me and Lexi, you know that we are both quite the bookworms and we've got something exciting to share with you all today. Have you ever found yourself overwhelmed by the endless options at the bookstore, unsure of what to pick up next? Well, we've discovered a game changer, Book of the Month. This isn't your run-of-the-mill book subscription. It's like having a book-loving friend handpick your next literary adventure each month. Trust me, their selections are always spot on. And this month, I can't wait to dive into Real Americans by Rachel Kong. What makes Book of the Month stand out? It's the simplicity. No more decision fatigue at the bookstore, just a curated selection of top-notch reads waiting to sweep you away. Lexi and I had a blast picking from a variety of genres, from pulse-pounding mysteries to heartwarming romances. But what truly won us over is their dedication to quality and fun. With just a handful of selections each month, they prioritize the joy of reading over endless options. Every book is a gem waiting to be discovered. So fellow book lovers, it's time to level up your reading game. Head over to bookofthemonth.com and use the code PEDALS to snag your first book for just $5. Trust us, your bookshelf will thank you. Welcome to the Black Girl Flow Podcast, a space dedicated to creating conversation that pushes us to be in alignment and at peace with ourselves and the world around us. We are about cultivating joy, growth, and success in our life, love, and identity. So join us as we find our flow. We are your hosts, Liv and Lex, two 20-something-year-old Black girls working every day to be in flow. And we want you along this journey with us. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Liv, quickly popping in to let you guys know that we need your help. Our 100th episode is coming up, and we want to hear from you. Submit any questions on dating, podcastings, adulting, and we will answer them here on the podcast. Just go to our Instagram link in bio and submit a message. We can't wait to hear from you. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Black Girl Flow Podcast. We are coming to y'all all cozied up, okay? If y'all see us on the YouTube, you know, Lib got her robe on. I'm in my cozy sweats. It is a rainy, rainy day. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of cold and dreary, and it's giving those cozy vibes. So I hope that y'all are cozying, taking care of yourselves, and enjoying this episode. Yeah, we're officially in Aquarius season. We've arrived. How are we feeling? <laughs> How are all of my Aquariuses? They're so embarrassed right now. They're like, oh, don't mention it. I saw something that was saying how 
Saturn, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, right? Is mm-hmm. in blue, blue setting, blah, blah, In space. Yeah. And <laughs> Aquariuses are reinventing themselves right now. Yeah. That you guys are being super productive. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is a good season for and you that guys. Whatever we decide in the next coming weeks is going to be how the rest of the year is. I feel like Aquariuses are also one of those signs that are usually in denial about astrology because you guys are definitely like more logic based and are like, girl, get the fuck out of my face with this shit. But a rebel is a rebel. Yeah. Like you guys want to be unique and different and astrology is really mainstream right now. So I just hope that you guys are all recharging and doing what's best for yourselves. (laughs) It's like whatever you're doing, whatever holes y'all are in, like peace be with you. Yeah. I just think that you really can't convince me that February is one of the best months. I know you've always been like that, but I just feel like that's so anti-black of you to say that. <laughs> How is it anti-black? That's actually We're pro-black. black girl flow. Black history month has to be in February. Yeah. I mean, February, if, if we could have had, if I could have picked any month, I would have probably loved October to be black history month. Why? Because fall, it's just a crisp time to be black. No, I think everybody needs to kick off their year just being like, blah, blah. Mm. yeah, blah. so, but it's just like, it's you know? the it's the shortest month of the year. That's the only thing. I think I hear some Capricorn haterade, but. Oh, <laughs> please share. I don't know anything about but this. I, I love the month of February and I love that it's just so black centric and I you think just said no that surprise. you hated the month of February. No, I said I love it. We don't have to roll the tapes back. Bruh, I just said that I loved it. That mm. I think it's one of the best months. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Y'all, it's the it's the pouty for me. Um, <laughs> but either way, I'm I'm very excited for a good February. February is just solid. Okay. So Aquariuses are representing. Mm-hmm. What are we doing for the birthday? Oh, that's a whole nother story. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. I'm not one of those birthday girlies that thinks about what their birthday is going to be like months in advance. So I don't Mm -hmm. know. I like told everyone that I was moving Christmas to February. So now I'm actually gonna have to pay up to a lot of my (laughs) friends and family. So that's probably one of the biggest themes that I have going on in life right now. Like, wow, I'm really gonna have to start actually giving out gifts, all the gifts that I said I was gonna give in Christmas. (laughs) So we're gonna see we go see Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah and then it's like (laughs) my brother's birthday and then your birthday and it's like all right i got birthdays and christmas gifts to be given (laughs) out so we gonna see about that you just you just like a raggedy santa claus (laughs) i know that's the image i got being like i'm here throws throws all the gifts on the table like with mud all over like i'm so sorry (laughs) i'm so late but hey that's just what it's gonna be i love that i love that for you but any other things in your pulse check of how you're going yeah so it's funny that we are here convened together in our cozies today Mm -hmm. because y'all and this is gonna perfectly transition into today's episode (laughs) because your girl now that i've been off of my abstinence celibacy journey Mm -hmm. i've come to a point in my life Thank you. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you for the for the parade. Um, I'm coming back to a point in my life where I feel like it's important for me to have an ounce of masculine energy. I'm not even asking for a lot of masculine energy, yeah. but I'm just asking for an ounce. Cool. And over this past weekend, I just had one of the loneliest like spouts of 
a day. Like I was just in the crib wanting, like yearning to go out mm-hmm. and like wanting to be in the like in the had bar gone scene. out had gone out and it was like oh my gosh that felt good like yeah. why don't I go out again and was trying to make plans with a friend to go out but it didn't end up happening and I was just kind of like sitting idly like doom scrolling sulking I wouldn't say sulking <laughs> Lexi was like I don't want to be around this energy <laughs> I just faded into the background where I was like this is not about me <laughs> right exactly she was just like yeah I'm gonna go upstairs But it was just one of those moments where I feel like I needed to unpack Mm -hmm. the lonely blues of being a 24 year old, you know, navigating adulthood because I've arrived at this point before in my life where when I'm lonely, the first instinct is to go on the dating apps and seek validation and have men kind of, you know, like kiki, like have a kiki conversation. But I don't have a roster in North Carolina mm, and speak on it, speak on it. You know, once you leave the Atlanta streets, <laughs> all the men kind of like you faded to the background. So I thought it would be cool to kind of open up this conversation for us to talk about the lonely times in our twenties, yeah. how to deal with them, yeah. how to redirect that energy and also how to just like sit in it yeah and that's why we come we're coming with the cozy energy because we come humble (laughs) we're not trying to we're not trying to paint this conversation in a way that's not authentic to how it feels when you really kind of get those spouts of the lonely blues a little bit but before we enter that conversation we do also want to be very mindful of how we're framing it and stepping into it because we are going to be very playful into some of the mindsets and strategies of how to navigate that space But we also know that there are people who experience spouts of loneliness that are actually depressive and that that experience is not something that can always be remedied by just mindset shifts or different perspectives, but actually have like a clinical treatment associated Mm -hmm. with it. So by no means do we want to downplay that experience for folks. And at the same time, we would never take on that conversation without having a depth and breadth of knowledge and other professionals or people who have that lived experience. So we want to just set that precursor because y'all know we're always here for the good vibes and to talk about things that aren't always easy to talk about, like having and this desire for companionship and, and, you know, company and interaction. But we also want to just note that we know that this is much deeper than that for some folks too. And if you are experiencing anything of those sorts that you hopefully are seeking clinical support, um, in order to, to live that best version of yourself. So we wanted to put that disclaimer disclaimer on there too we love a disclaimer we do but yeah back back to this to the lonely (laughs) to the lonely times you know given the past few episodes we've been talking a lot about showing up as uh the version of ourselves that we want to be in 2023 exactly we're doing all of these things and um i've come to the point in my life where I understand that the type of connection that I desire is going to um, manifest itself in an unpredictable way. And it, and it's not going to be immediate because at least from what I can see, I don't, I'm not really <laughs> seeing too many, too many prospects. Right. And so it's left me in a position where I'm like, OK, if I want to if I want to scratch an itch or if I want to. 
uh, have more masculine energy in my life, like I'm going to have to put myself in situations to receive that. Yeah. Now, I feel like I want to like have a better relationship with the feeling of loneliness because Mm. right now my methods are again like doom scrolling or like downloading the dating apps or hitting up every guy or hitting up every guy that's ever had a crush on me to (laughs) facetime and it's not just a phone (laughs) call it is quite literally she wants their undivided attention i need their undivided attention on me um to kind of validate just so i can roast them and feel better about myself it's true (laughs) We appreciate the authenticity because I think a lot of, I think a lot of women share that type of how many, come on y'all, let's be real for, with each other for a second. How many people have downloaded the dating apps simply to get male Mm. validation? Yeah. Like it's a quick fix for sure. For sure. And I think for me, I'm like, how can I learn to redirect that energy so that it doesn't feel so loud? Because Mm. when you're lonely and you're craving a certain type of attention, yeah. it feels very loud. And it's funny because right before we got on um, on the podcast to record this episode, you, would, you were like, <laughs> what is it about your women relationships that aren't doing it for you or something <laughs> like that, aren't satisfying you? And it's not that they're not satisfying me. I'm so grateful for the community of women that I have. But in her words, she goes, it's like going to an all girls school. Sometimes I just want to hang out with the guys. Exactly. Exactly. And so given the fact that like, you know, a lot of us may not have that presence in our lives. Like how can we kind of play defense and create that space for ourselves to feel nurtured, to feel beautiful, to feel all of the things that we're seeking when we go on these dating apps. Yeah. And, from my perspective, my relationship to loneliness is not so much the like desire for male attention because obviously I have a boyfriend and really love our love in a lot of ways. But my relationship with loneliness is more on that kind of FOMO. So you're kind of yeah. thinking about, okay, I have to go actively put myself in these situations to get this attention or I'm dependent on people's quite literally availability to answer my call and yeah. give me that. And is it going to sustain me? Like I want to stay on the phone with them for two hours because I don't know if they're going to get to talk, you know, tomorrow or whatever. Yeah. But I think for a lot of other people too, something that can be difficult is just like the FOMO around not being able to participate in activities or seeing a group of people doing something like going to Dubai. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Seeing a group of people and not being there to engage in that in that same way. And that sparks that same type of loneliness blues that are really hard to satiate. Like it's not just a... watching Netflix really helps you feel better. It actually, like you said, just kind of numbs you to what might actually be going on deeper. And so I think I feel that sometimes too, just because the nature of my life, I've been thinking about a lot. People often talk about, you can't have it all in your life Mm. and that you're going to have to choose between like relationships, your social life and your professional career And that that's the narrative. And I've really been struggling with that because I'm like, I can see how my life has gotten so filled with things in two of those arenas. And everyone's always like, you have to pick two. You can't have all three. 
And I get so frustrated. I get like upset that I'm like, I want to, I want everything. Mm -hmm. And so to hear you talk about how there's this emotion that you feel that kind of turns into something else. For me, it's like this frustration then turns into that loneliness of like, ugh, like Mm. I'm just never going to be able to do that. Like, what does that say about all these things? And then I'm like, I'm just going to sit here and pout about it. Yeah. And there's nothing that really makes that feel super, super good until you get to the root cause of what's lending itself to those emotions. So it's like interesting that loneliness can be so vast. Mm -hmm. I feel like for me, I've come to the, I think I, maybe I had the epiphany yesterday. (laughs) It's like I don't want I don't want to act like Fresh I've off been the press, y'all. right. I don't want to act like I've come to this to this understanding because again, like this Put live in a robe, you'll get the <laughs> you'll get the raw, y'all. I I've come to this space where I'm like, okay, everything is a choice. If I really had wanted to go out and um, seek whatever I was seeking over the weekend, I could have done that. I had yeah. the choice to do that. Yeah. Um, so for the people that like are trying to wait on a group of people to experience certain things with, like I say, fuck it. Like literally just (laughs) go out and solo travel, go out by yourself, take yourself out on a date, all of the things. Right. I just didn't have the capacity to, for my social battery to be without someone that I was really comfortable with and like around a variety of energy. And so that's one thing. But the second thing I see when it comes to this conversation around loneliness in our 20s, a lot of people are like, if you're lonely or if you're waiting for a text from a guy, you're not busy enough. Like you need to you need to be so invested in yourself that you don't even notice. Yeah. You don't even notice when a guy doesn't respond to you and da, 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 da. And for someone like me, for someone like me, since I've got such picky standards, when I have a crush, my brain chemistry is all of a sudden altered. (laughs) I'm now thinking about them and I am manifesting. I'm trying to communicate with them through my, through the freaking frequency vibrations of the universe and be like, yo, you should really text this person now or text me right but I'm not saying that my shit is strong because that's never really worked out for me but I'm just <laughs> saying my brain chemistry is altered when I have a crush yeah. Yeah, yeah. um and I and I don't want the conversation around loneliness to be centered around like trying to find out more ways to be more productive or trying to find more yeah. ways to like I don't know when you think of a guy do 10 push-ups like type stuff yeah it's we're not more so I just am interested in feeling the feeling of loneliness like acknowledging the fact that I'm lonely acknowledging the fact that even if it is because I want male validation for the shittiest reasons whatever the case is like I'm too scared to go out from by myself Mm -hmm. whatever the case is recognizing it sitting in it and then being like okay what do I want to do with this exactly and I'm not going to beat myself up for spending 10 hours on TikTok yesterday (laughs) like it's not going to do anything for me I'm gonna and I think that's another thing with social media like we try to see connection via social media because Mm. like that it, it, it is like almost filling the void but it never will like completely fill it and sometimes even that noise of what we think will be an instant gratification of delaying that feeling of loneliness I think actually sometimes even makes it worse yeah so recently I saw a TikTok about somebody talking about all of the hyper stimulation that we have which I'm really big on I 
for a while stopped drinking coffee for this reason of like trying to throw myself in one way or another mm-hmm. too far on the stimulated side but was just talking about how we never are quiet like we wake up we listen to music we listen to podcasts we're watching youtube we're watching netflix and i'm definitely that person that like i'm while i'm brushing my teeth like i'm watching a youtube video or i'm going to work and listen to a podcast and i was like let me just drive to work in silence Mm. and see how it is and y'all it's been incredible like it's so nice it's so nice to have that quiet time. The drive went by quicker and I'm, well, this is a whole nother podcast topic, but I don't have one of those inner monologues that people talk about a lot. Just like having constant inner voices, voices. in your head. Yeah. yeah. So it was truly just silent and it was peaceful. It was still at times can feel lonely because I'm still trying to manage that FOMO I was talking about, but there's something said about the introspection of, when you really, like you said, sit in it. Like, yeah. I just, I'm okay with just wanting to sit and feel the loneliness for a second instead of even just trying to delay it by doom scrolling and doing all these things because it doesn't actually help you process the loneliness anymore. Yeah. And because it's such this vast emotion, we're not going to get to what we really need from it if we don't spend that time just being like, why am I, and what am I really craving? And what energy do I want to put towards this and stuff yeah. like that? So, I love that you were like, I'm not trying to productivity my way out of this. Let's yeah. just, let's just park, park right here. I feel like another way you can get out of it is by doing it for the plot. Now, <laughs> now it's funny because I've talked about this like briefly on my TikTok and yeah. people, people resonated with it. There was a whole community of people that love doing it for the plot, but essentially for people that don't know what doing it for the plot is, it's sometimes putting your self-respect aside <laughs> and indulging in the antics experiences the antics. antics bits of uh of you know it, it could be chaos it could be romantic it could be whatever delusional. the case delusional it's, it's a little delusional right so an example of doing it for the plot is you know shooting your shot with somebody at a bar someone that you like may not even really be interested in but just because you want the experience of doing it and seeing how the other person will react doing it for the experience and that's another way (laughs) that I feel like I've combated loneliness in the past like I may say oh I'm never talking to this person again but then you know in the wee hours you're like hey what's up just trying to like see if you still have access or see what's going on with them so that you can feed again the void of loneliness yeah and i'm not discouraging this by the <laughs> I'm way not endorsing nor I'm not endorsing or because again i think when you're on that journey of um self-improvement or just like understanding yourself more as long as you don't get caught up in doing it for the plot i don't see anything wrong with doing it for the plot yeah i just love opening up the conversation so that people can state what their intentions are in that way uh, exactly I'm doing it for the plot great I can support you I can coach you go girl go you know yeah or if it's genuinely I'm not doing it for the plot and I really need this that or the other yeah it can also help people around you support you and I think we all need to be a lot more realistic that loneliness is a very real part of your 20s and arguably I think just life in general because that sense of a balancing act and 
the experience that you have, but then being in proximity and relationships with others can sometimes just be overload for your system. Yeah. So I'm, I'm pro talking about this and hearing all the plots. <laughs> I tried to drink it away. <laughs> I and tried think to about put it. one in the air. <laughs> it's crazy. Girl, okay, <laughs> please. Because it's wild that there are really actually so many songs about loneliness, but yeah. we don't talk about it. Mm-mm. So there's this feeling that we all really do know of the deep pits of the sorrow in that way. Yeah. But we just really don't talk about it. But I, I was thinking about that, too, of all the songs about loneliness. Yeah. And I'm like, this loneliness is, is killing, killing me. me. And I, I kept going one after another. And I'm like, wow, for something that we don't talk about, we have really put it into art. We've got to talk about the lonely times. I mean, it's been crazy because I probably wouldn't have even acknowledged it if you weren't living with me (laughs) and had an up close movie of of me sulking on the couch going through Bumble. But but here we are. are. And it's and it's and it's good that we're having more of these conversations. And I want to hear from you all how are you feeling in kind of the winter hibernation have you ever experienced kind of those lonely blues what were the things that helped you you know either make more sense of that experience or things that you antics you got yourself involved yeah what were the cravings you indulged (laughs) (laughs) but yes asking for a friend (laughs) exactly exactly it's totally normal but thank you guys again for tuning into another episode We are coming up on our 100th episode and we want to hear from you guys. We want to hear any questions that you guys have when it comes to our personal life, podcast things. You can even ask us for advice. We, you know, we'll do our best to give you the best advice possible. But, you know, this is really just like a huge milestone that we're excited to hit. So slide into our DMs or click on our link tree and send us a little voice note through our anchor platform. And we're really excited to get to hear from you all. Yes. And with that being said, peace, love, blessings. We will see you guys next time. Bye, y'all. Bye. All right. That wraps up our episode this week. We'd really appreciate if y'all could rate us on Apple and Spotify as it really helps grow our BGF tribe and support our podcast. As always, the conversation continues on Instagram and TikTok. So connect with us there if you want to join in on all the kikis. With that said, we will see y'all next time. Rest well, folks. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.